Did you lock up? Yeah. Did you close the garage? That's it. I forgot to close the garage. That's it. No, that's not it. What else could we be forgetting? Before you get all well, your professors ruffled up, I'm just here to say I'm sorry. I've been very terrible to the women of San Antonio for many, many years. Not knowing that myself and my body image isn't up to par with some of these lovely, lovely ladies in the 210. I'm sorry. I'm sorry your fat bitches can't get no love this Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's terrible. That's a terrible joke. I'm sorry. But that was a, you set yourselves up, you big fat bitches, sucking on that damn churros like a like a lollipop. All like an all-day sucker. That's <laughs> oh man, I'm terrible. So terrible. Bye kids. guys let's get into it now like i said in the intro we're going to get into home alone 4 and from what i can see and by see i mean i can pull up on the wikipedia page is it's called home alone 4 taking back the house now let's do a little setup here because if you remember the franchise popularized by kevin McAllister, played by macaulay culkin and not just one, but two. And some people say the second one is better than the first. I don't know. But they're both entertainment. They're both fun, family fun, even though it's about beating the shit out of some burglars. <laughs> they did a third movie, I want to say about 90, 96, 97. Different characters, different family. Uh, and then they decided to come back in 2002 and do and bring back these characters. Granted, they're played by different people. But uh, let's give a rundown here. You get Kevin McAllister, played by a young Michael Weinberg. Marv, who was played by uh, Daniel Stern in the first two movies. And uh, fun fact, he was actually approached to reprise his role. He declined it after he read the script. So that's kind of a fucking hint as to where this movie is going to go. Uh, the father's played by Jason Benine, or Bine, I know. He's a guy that he's on Chicago PD and the mother is played by Claire Carey. Now the story in this or Beck's plot basically is that the mother and father are going through a divorce. It hasn't been finalized yet, but at this time uh, the dad has moved out and started dating 
uh, a very, I don't even know what she does, but very rich, beautiful younger woman, whatever, that whole situation. Um, the kids, uh, the other kids. Now, I don't, maybe it's because I haven't seen the movie in a while, or the first two movies, but I don't even know exactly which of those kids, other than Buzz, are Kevin's uh, siblings. Now, I know there was a bunch of cousins and all that other stuff. The family was together, whatever. Uh, but in this movie, there's uh, he has a brother and a sister, Megan and Buzz. So, I'm not seeing who... Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, the Buzz is played... And the thing about it is, in the first two movies, Buzz was a lot older. I wouldn't say a lot older, but he was much older, you know, visually. In this movie, he looks to be maybe two to three years older. Uh, uh, so, I don't know, there's a whole, you know, whatever. <laughs> it, the dynamic's the same. Buzz is an asshole. Buzz is the bully. Um, so the situation is the dad wants the, his kids to come and not only meet Natalie or spend time with Natalie, get to know her, but, you know, to spend Christmas together uh, with them. And, and they're supposed to have, like, a royal family that's going to come visit. And it's going to be this whole, you know, this cool thing. And he, he just, you know, wants to have spend time with his kids. They decline. The mother kind of see, you know, she's, she doesn't pull the pity card, but she, Kevin sees his mother kind of like, uh, you know, it's, it's your decision, but you know, but like her, the look on her face is like, no, I really don't want y'all to leave, and you know, I don't want y'all to choose this bitch over me. <laughs> so, move this thing. Um, so, something happened. Oh, yeah. So, the mother uh, leaves the kids alone home. And Buzz just is a total asshole to, to Kevin. And Kevin just changes his mind. You know, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to spend time with... I'm going to go spend time with my dad. And, you know, if the invitation is still uh, welcoming or whatever. And so, he goes... I don't know. I, I don't know if he... I think it's a taxi. I, for some reason, I'm, I'm thinking they... They don't live in the same city, but they do. Uh, anyway, so he gets a ride over there, and lo and behold, this bitch got a mansion. This bitch has a room ready for him with, like... And this is 2002, so he's got the latest goodies. He's got... It's almost... It reminds me of Blank Check. If y'all remember the movie Blank Check, with that kid who bought his own house, and he had his whole setup. It, it has that feel, but in one room, so he has big ass tv with like different monitors like one tv in the middle and then like monitors around it almost like scrooge um computers video games the the works and you know she's in a way trying to buy her affection uh by giving him all this stuff and he's you know he's a kid so he's like oh okay i like it you can do you can buy me you can buy my love all you want girl uh we meet molly the maid and uh, Mr. Prescott, the butler. Uh, he is actually played by Eric Avery. Uh, people may know, recognize him. I recognize him from 2001 Planet of the Apes, but he's been in a bunch of other things. And uh, Barbara Babcock plays Molly, the maid. And right off the bat, Mr. Prescott is a fucking jerk or just an ass, like one of those, like, uh. You see him, you already see him as like a, you know, not a bad guy, but like already like a, uh, 
mid-level, like, okay, I'm not going to get along with this guy. And Molly's the complete opposite. She's got this, like, English accent. She's loving. She's like, oh, just whatever you need, dear. And um, so sweet and everything. So this t at this moment, you know, life is good. My, Natalie's butt uh, just, just tells Kevin to go ahead and open one present. It's so fine. It's, it's no, you know, I know it's not Christmas, but go ahead. And it's like this super cool, like flying airplane, I guess, remote control airplane, whatever. And we have this montage of this the kid running amok, playing, you know, I forget what the song was, but it was some song he was singing to. And then it's a whole montage of him running amok, being not to sound, not to sound cliche, but he was home alone because they went to do something. Um, Prescott, it's later revealed that when Ma when Nat when the boss is away, he takes a nap. He's like, "Fuck this! I don't. That bitch works me too fucking hard." Um, Molly uh, tells Prescott and Kevin that she's gonna go to the store and get some groceries. So just don't get into trouble, you know. Don't you know? Be play nice, basically. Uh, she runs off, and this is when we see Marv and his wife. In this film, Marv is married to Vera, played by Missy Pyle. Now, I think this might be the same chick from uh, Galaxy Quest. She played one of the alien females that uh, Tony Shalhoub ends up banging. Um, I am not going to click into her Wikipedia because this ain't about her. But she uh, she's she's pretty. She, I mean, she's got that recognizable face. Um so they come into the picture and Kevin recognizes right off the bat, holy shit, it has, what the fuck is this dude doing? Now their deal is they're going to kidnap the son of the royal family that's coming to visit, but they're going to go in and get the lay of the land. They're going to go in and check out, you know, where the rooms are and this and that. And like I said, this woman's house, this mansion is uh, well, she's rich, so she's got this mansion, and it's a smart house. I didn't even I didn't even get into this whole thing, but the house is a smart house from two thousand and two for whatever reason. But um, what you know, what would a smart house in two thousand and two be? Uh, voice activated keys, and voice activated anything with you know anything around the house. Turn the fire on, open doors, you know, turn the faucets off, whatever. And so each person in the house has a quote unquote key. And I'm doing these air quotes like I'm being on camera. I'm not on camera. Uh, and uh, for whatever reason, Marv has a key. So they're right there. It's like, how the fuck? The audience, for me at least, was like, what the fuck is going on? How does he have a key? And then for me, in a lot of things, I see certain things and I can already predict, oh, okay, well, then this is going to happen. Or this, you know, I can already have little predictions. And at this time, in my mind, he was given the key by somebody, and the first person came to mind was Mr. Prescott. And that's what they go into with this movie. They make it seem like, uh, after the incidents of what happened, um, let's let's get into that. So, uh, Marv goes in, figures out where the kid is going to be at, where he mistakens the prince kid for Kevin, because he doesn't know Kevin's there. So he assumes, oh, okay, this is going to be his room. All right, perfect. We're going to snatch him here, blah, blah, blah. Well, Kevin uh, tricks him in the bathroom and floods the whole f 
fucking room, like completely flood. Like the bathtub is fucking filling up. That he hits them with the shower. They're slipping and falling, and it's in my head. I'm just like, holy shit! How much damage is fucking going on here with just the water? And uh, this, they, after all the ruckus and the you know the haha slipping and falling and going down this complete going down to the stairs uh and the bottom floor section is or the bottom floor is flooded bad um he sees who it is and by he i mean marv he sees it's kevin and he's like oh shit this little motherfucker again um they just get up and leave and then Kevin has to sit there and explain to Natalie and his dad that it wasn't me, it was the burglars. These people came to break in. Uh, Natalie tries to get the butler because they have this state-of-the-art security, whatever, you know, and she asks Parscar, like, is this, is this true? Is, was anybody, did anybody break in or whatever? And he's like, no, man, this boy's a liar. And, you know, I was watching the tapes and I was watching security, nothing like, nothing like what, whatever this mother motherfucker's saying ain't true who are you gonna believe me or him in a way so t goes up to or kevin goes up to his room because he's like nobody believes me and oh my god and, and somehow the fucking house gets cleaned i guess i don't know the house is a smart house and it does clean up after itself but i don't know if they got a fucking drain that just you know takes a fucking floor like I think it had to have been at least two feet or a foot and a half of water. Uh, so, yeah, so everything's cleaned, and, and Natalie says, oh, we got insurance, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. Um, then Kevin starts doing his detective deal. You know, he goes into Prescott's house, uh, room. He has a little, his own quarters next to the kitchen, and that's where the security room is and all this and that he fig finds out that the security tape did not record anything uh anything that happened you know no footage of marv or nothing and then that's when he suspects prescott as being the inside man and you would think at especially for me at that moment i was like yeah it has to be him and at this time i kind of forgot oh yeah wait there's a maid there because uh, she comes in to save him from Prescott. Like, oh, just I'll take care of him. I'll, you know, don't worry. He will be. A, he won't be a nuisance to you. And she takes him up, and at this moment for me, that's where I figured, all right, it's this bitch. It's not Prescott. It's you know, this is the swerve, and I was right, motherfuckers, because uh, she says something about to him. I was like, oh, you remind me of my son when he was your age, and just all the stuff that he used to get into, and all the you know, you know, kid boys will be boys kind of talk. And when she said that, I was like, it's her. She's she's Marv's mom. Or like, yeah, that it, it has to be because it's a TV movie and everything is so fucking predictable. And that was that's what it was for me. Uh, God, I hate being a right, but at the same time, when I know I'm right in that like sense and it's revealed in a different way, uh, like I, I kind of, I don't know. It doesn't change my mind on the movie, and it doesn't turn me off to the movie. It's just, like, if I, like, I just assumed, like, oh, it's Marv's mom, and she's the inside person. Now, if they came in and said, oh, something else on the ant, whatever. But, it's, like I said, TV movie, 
boom, boom. This is probably one of the reasons why Daniel Stern turned it down. Because I guess in 2002, he'd be a little bit older, about 10 years older. A younger Daniel Stern, it would be believable that his mom was still alive. But an older one, even at 10 years, I don't know. You know, she'd have to be, a l I mean, at least 20 years older. So um, I'm just trying to do some math in my head how old he would be. You know what? Fuck that. Y'all can Google that shit. Uh, I will. I'm definitely going to Google that shit later. Um, so now they're going to, Natalie's going to have a party for the royal family because they're supposed to fly in. Something happens. They're not able to make their flight. So she feels the party is going to be a waste. But you know what? Let's announce our engagement. Let's just, let's, let's make the best of it, uh, Peter, whatever fucking name is. Uh, and at this time, the burglars, Marvin and his wife Vera, have come in as quote-unquote caterers to, I guess, continue their plan of, of oh, what this is what's going to happen, this is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. They they go up to, the, uh, to Kevin's room, and the plan is they're going uh, to... St I think they still assume that the room is for the prince, so they're going to go up there, they're going to put them in a bag and a knapsack, Throw them out the window, and then they have, I don't, I don't even know what they're called, but the grappling hooks, you know, for climbing that they're going to, I guess he's going to use the door as an anchor for this hook. And he practices with Vera. He tells her to get in the sack, and I'm going to throw it, and I'm going to lower you down. Uh, well, when this happens, well, of course, the door, it's a door, so it's going to open, and that's, haha, that's so funny, but the the way it does, the way this happens, and just visualize it. Marv is standing with the rope between his legs, lowering down his his partner, his wife, in a knapsack with the grappling hook behind him. And then when the door opens, guess what happens? Just take a guess. Just, you know, pause it. Think about it. You know, don't take too long. Ready? He hooks himself in the ass. And he gets... <laughs> push or the bag falls further down because it's like what second story and he gets slammed against the fucking window doesn't go over doesn't break it completely he gets stopped and that hook you know that hook where it's at it's it's all up in him it's all up in that motherfucker he's been to prison a few times so he's got some room that shit and then the, the weight just finally he crashes through they fall down Vera breaks his fall and uh the last shot is, is is of him asking Vera to help him get the hook out of his ass. Uh, they make their way back inside the house. He, uh, Kevin, decides, you know, I got to, you know. At, at this point in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, this is the final act. This was, But it's not. It's just like the little, the little taste before the end. So there's like chili and cheese. <laughs> there's like chili and cheese. Yeah, that drink went down the wrong hole. Chili and cheese on a pot, still boiling or whatever, cooking. They somehow, he trips them or, or he hits them with something. And they back into the table or the whatever the, the, the pot is cooking. It's like a, one of those catering portable, uh, you know, keeps the f food hot. Those, ah, oh, what are they called? They're in like a canister and heats up. Anyways, they hit the table. The pot fly, the two pots fly in the air and land on their fucking heads. They're a mess. Then they start chasing. 
uh, Kevin around. They cause a ruckus in the party, and the dad and the girlfriend are, are very upset because Kevin is still throwing. Oh, it wasn't me. It was the burglars. The burglars are here, and they're just and they're just kind of tired. We're like, look, there's no burglars. We know there's no burglars. You're just you're just a kid upset that I'm moving on. I'm dating. So I'm not. I'm not with your mom no more. Like a typical kid of divorce, you know. And you're acting out, and and so they, after this happens, he comes back or his dad comes back and kind of tells him, you know, like, what's um, you know, what's really bugging you, and 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 like we can we can do something. We're gonna do something here tomorrow's Christmas. Blah blah blah. He feels like, or Kevin feels like he's just like, okay, everybody's against him. They're not believing me. Like, fuck, what's going to happen? I know these motherfuckers are going to come back. But it's, it, there's no moment of like, you know, in like the first movie, I have to protect my house. And he has that last dinner and all that shit. This one is just straight into, okay, I'm going to get up in the morning. I know they're going to come back. I'm going to take out their inside man. Hey, Mr. Prescott, can you help? Or the mother or the girlfriend and the dad, they go to pick up the royal family from the airport. So he goes and tricks Mr. Prescott into the, the wine cellar and locks him in there. And then he runs into Molly and he's like, Molly, Molly, they're coming. Like, uh, uh, you got to help me. Or just basically saying like, oh, I, you know, the burglars are coming back and I just locked their inside man. Mr. Prescott has to be their inside man. And he's, you know, he's out of play, basically. And then she just kind of does this sneaky, like, you know, I'm leaning down to talk to a kid at their level. And like, no, dear. I'm the inside man. She reveals herself. Marv and Vera come into the kitchen and say, and Marv just had an aware, hey, mom. And that's when they realize, or that's when Kevin realizes, oh, shit, you're his mother? What the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. So now... They both are both. Uh, they lock Kevin in the cellar with Prescott. They have a. They're. Two, at first they butted heads. Now they're kind of like on the same level because, you know, obviously he's not the inside man. He's actually he's actually just a grumpy old fuck. They go ahead and use his cell phone to try to contact. For whatever reason, he contacts. He tries to get a hold of his mom. Like, why wouldn't you just call the fucking cops? Nine one one. Hey, something's going down. Like, you, he, he calls the fucking house, or his mom's house, like, three times. And the first two times, he gets Buzz. And Buzz doesn't believe him because Buzz thinks that he's getting, like, he's showing off. Like, oh, Natalie bought me a cell phone. He's like, eh, fuck you, click. And at both times, the phone call was clear. No issues, no static, nothing. He's in the cellar. Oh, no, where you can, I can fucking hear you. Calls, gets a hold of his mom, and all of a sudden, now he's got static. Now their explanation for the static is, oh, the phone was dying. When, when the fuck? When, okay, if your phone is dying or dead, it'll just cut the fuck off. There's no static. What would cause static? Oh, I'm in a fucking cellar surrounded by stone and it's blocking the signal. So that explanation is stupid. Uh, why didn't? You, okay, so you get to hold of the mother. The mother it cuts off. The mother calls the house. And talks to Molly, and Molly reveals. Or Molly says, "Oh, he's not actually. He's not here, my dear. He's actually with his father. They went, they uh, him and uh, and Natalie." I said, like, oh, "Okay, so she. Well, thank you." Like clicks, hangs up the phone, calls the dad's cell phone, to you know, because they got cut off, and she tells him, you know, they was revealed that like, Kevin's not with them. He's like, "Oh, that's that's weird." So 
when she gets off the phone, she, her and the two kids haul ass to that house. And the dad uh, is starting to sense that something's going, something's wrong. And as soon as they get to the airport, he gets a taxi and hauls ass back to the house. Uh, at this time, you kind of sense that, okay, the mother and the father are going to get back together. You know, happy ending, yay. Um, the, the, the girlfriend, at first, I mean, it's kind of hard because there's a moment where she reveals herself to be a bitch. And she's like, um, you know your mom and your dad are getting divorced. Like, he's laying in bed. Kevin's laying in bed, and she's like, your mom and dad are going to get a divorce. It's tough shit. Everybody's parents get divorced. If you ruin this shit for me, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to make your life a living hell. Okay? So don't fuck with me. Don't, don't cross me. Don't fuck with me. Good night. And uh, after this, she goes inside. And I guess when they were together, they would watch, uh, like Kevin and his family, they would watch The Wonderful Life. And that's kind of the thing that the mother is sentimental about. The dad is like, hey, they're, they're showing Wonderful Life. Come and watch it. And Natalie's just like, nah, I've seen it. I don't what the fuck I want to watch it again for. Well, I don't get why people watch movies over and over again or watch movies they've already seen. It's like, well, it's a family tradition. It's like, well, you're going to have a new family. And then she's I don't, I almost think she's about to suck some dick because she walks up to him kind of all sexy in a little dress. And like, time to make some new traditions. Um... So back to what's happening. So Marv and them, they're going, they're preparing because the royal family's on their way. Uh, Kevin and Prescott find, I guess it's one of those service elevators, you know, where you, um, it's not even for a person. It's like for like a tray of food or whatever. Like, uh, you know, these rich people, they got, <laughs> they got these elevators. Hey, put the food in there and get it. You know, if you're upstairs on the third floor, yeah, get it over there. So Kevin gets in it and goes up. A uh, lot of hijinks after this, you know, because it's a Home Alone movie. So of course they're gonna fuck, you know, fuck up the burglars. Uh, Marv gets his head stuck in the in that little elevator, and uh, then there was a pan. Did there was this pan that was uh, roped to the edge of the wall right there in the kitchen? Like it's really noticeable. You can't just walk by and like, hey, why is that thing right? It's really fucking noticeable. But for the purpose of the movie. It was hidden from the people, from the burglars, and now he's in the kitchen, and so he lets the pans go, and it's not even a real heavy pan. If you want to make it seem like it's going to hurt, make it a cast iron pan of some sort, of. but it swings and hits Marv, knocks him down, comes back, hits Vera, she's down. Uh, the mother starts chasing uh, Kevin. Uh, she She's going upstairs. She's like, I'm going to get you, motherfucking ass. I'm going to get in the elevator. Well, prior to this, he chained the elevator uh, to the motor somehow. And so she's stuck between floors. Kevin runs to the room. Marv is on his way. And Kevin had gotten these presents. Like, he, I had talked about the airplane. He also got, like, a super spy hearing device kit or whatever. And he was able to record Marv's voice. And he went and, you know, did his went into the computer and hooked up the device and and uh it set up another key or a remote voice control key to uh like if marv said stop it would it said spin faster and at the moment when it was going on i was like what the fuck does this mean but you know they're prep they're preparing for the shit that he's gonna do to the burglars um so his voice key is swapped out 
uh, uh, he, oh, no, that's what it was. Marv comes in and see, thinks he sees him under the bed, tries to pull him out from under the bed. It's a dummy. He pulls a rope and somehow a bookcase or a closet wardrobe falls on top of him. So he's incapacitated for a minute. He's not completely knocked the fuck out. Kevin swaps out the keys. Now he's uh, playing that voice recording that he did of Mark's voice. And it's that whole like, oh, I'm in, I'm on, Vera's on the opposite side of the door. She hears, quote unquote, his voice. And it's him calling her, just talking shit. Oh, you stupid moron, you bag, blah, blah, blah. Thinking that it's going to cause a huge rift. And, she, and it's like for a split second they fight with each other. But it's like, eh, they've been fighting with each other the whole fucking time. Um, I want to say, oh, so he, they go down the stairs or she's going down the stairs. Marv gets hit in the nuts by the airplane and just falls over on the stairs and actually falls into Vera and they fall into the, uh, to the floor. Uh, he chases them in, or he, I mean, Marv chases Kevin into the living room and in the living room was a, a, uh, a spinnable bar. It's like a bookcase that spins around and reveals, uh, you know, a dry bar, I guess you call it, a wet bar. And uh, this is where the spin faster shit comes in because he gets in there and says, open sesame, and kind of lures him onto the, the platform. Uh, and Kevin, I mean. So Marv gets on there and there's just spinning around. They can't realize where he's at. And then Kevin starts saying, spin faster max speed and it's just go constantly it's going faster 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 he and it's he stops them and it shoots them across the room like literally they land i guess it was into the the chandelier in the front room and they're just hung there hanging like for dear life marv falls down vera falls on top of them they're out for the count or for now and then the mother molly gets free from the elevator and is this close to knocking this little kid the fuck out only to be rescued uh, for him to be rescued by Mr. Prescott, who climbed his way through that elevator shaft or that service elevator shaft. And at this time, the mother and father make their way you know, to the house. They run. They, they meet each other there like, what's going on? And then, boom, we see Kevin sitting uh, reunited with his family. But it's not over yet, y'all. Because Marvin Vera haul the fuck out. They jump up and they run to the back of the house, to the back door. Uh, Buzz and Megan meet them at the back and trip them. And the cops are there. Uh, Natalie has made it back from the airport with the royal family. And this is where it gets a little fucking weird. Because uh, it's later revealed that Mr. Prescott hates his job. Uh, when they're in the salary he confess, he talks to Kevin about it and... I hate this job, but I'm, you know, it's, it's hard to find work. And you know what? I take naps when the bitch is gone. Um, he resigns. Molly gets arrested. And uh, Kevin's parents get back together. Hey, what would bring us back together? Oh, me realizing that I was chasing booty. But in reality, you know, all the stuff I, like trimming the trees. And that's another thing. I guess dec uh, decorating your Christmas tree is called trimming because they kept talking about trimming the tree. It's so fun. I'm like, have you ever fucking did landscaping? Fuck, that's just... Like, why the fuck are you going to trim a tree? It's already dead. I mean, it's already there. But it, I guess it's... Uh, I guess it's a way of saying decorating the tree. So that's the whole thing. 
Uh, but he's missing his family. He's watching A Wonderful Life. You know, he sees his kids. They come in. He misses them. He's reminiscing about the, you know, stuff with his ex-wife, like making it feel awkward for Natalie, which fuck that bitch. But uh, yeah, the end. I guess uh, snow because at the time, I guess it's California. I don't fucking know, but it's not snowing. But oh, lo and behold, Home Alone. It's you know, Mr. Prescott says play music. There's music playing, and then he looks into the camera, or Kevin looks into the camera and says, let the snow fall, or whatever. It fucking starts snowing. That's fucking retarded. Like, really? But, it is a direct-to-DVD uh, movie, TV movie, so, like, looking back, or looking at the Wikipedia, like I said, it came out in 2002, but like I said, it's, it was a TV movie. It was, I think it was on uh, ABC. So, I mean, this isn't the first time I've done a TV movie or direct-to-DVD sequel. Um, I wasn't really up for doing those, but at the same time, I mean, they are part of the franchise, and yeah, they, they're gonna suck, or they're gonna have a bad taste in people's mouths because, you know, the production value, or the actors, or, you know. But, uh, for, to be honest, I thought the worst one that people, or people, they shitted on it last year, was the, uh, 2021 uh, Home Alone, Home Sweet Home Alone, something like that, came out on Disney Plus, because I remember seeing people shit on that motherfucking movie, and uh, so, but this one, I mean, I've checked the list, I've checked the list twice, and uh, it's 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 been, you know, considered the worst one. I know there's another movie, Home Alone Five. Oh man, what's I don't even know what that one's called, Home Heist or some shit like that. But uh, that's that's all I got, guys. To be honest, yeah, for it being a TV movie and cheesy and this and that, it, it's yeah, it's not great. Considering the first two were probably the best ones, even the third one was kind of good. I remember watching that as a kid, and uh, but yeah, man, if you're a Home Alone fan and you haven't seen any of the other sequels, I think like so now it'd be four, five, six, so three sequels. No, three, four, five. Damn, there's. There's a lot. There ain't a lot, but it's enough. Because they're so spaced out. This one was in 2002. The next one was like 10 years later. And then the the last one that like I talked about was 2021. That was nine years. So that's going to be it, guys. So uh, do me a solid. If you're still listening to this episode, finish this motherfucker out. Because right after it is a, probably a commercial or probably an ad. But uh, right after that is the outro. Yeah, the outro. So, uh Help a brother out and stick around. That is it, guys. That is the episode. I want to thank you so much for sticking it around to the outro and just checking it out. If um, you could do me a solid, go like and subscribe where you ever you get this podcast and go check out all the other platforms I'm on. I'm on YouTube. Go check out my videos, like subscribe there. I'm on Twitch. I've been doing live uh, streams of Yellowstone. And if uh, that's where you got introduced to my podcast, thank you. And I want to apologize for last week. Apparently, I got banned because Jamie was banging the chick in the shower. I got banned for nudity whatever. Uh, I appealed it, and I won it. I'm back on live. But I don't know if I should... <laughs> If I should watch the episode before I stream it or just fuck because they're going to do a rerun of it and I've got it on DVR. But anyways, uh, I'm back on live. 
and Sunday, uh, I'm gonna do it again. Hopefully, I don't get kicked off again. But that's that that really fucked. It was like halfway through the episode, and people were like, "What the fuck happened?" Um, so again, I want to apologize for that. But uh, I'm on TikTok, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the whole shenan. You know, go to Linktree. That's you're gonna get all the access to all the social medias. Not only that, you're gonna get access links for the podcast feed you know you're gonna get links for where you can find them you can actually listen to the podcast right there on linktree which is pretty cool uh the main podcast and the sister podcast extra butter which if you like the preview episodes i did go check out the episodes i have in the bank already on the sister feed on extra butter and uh that's about it guys i'm off the top of my head uh i think the next episode i'm gonna do is Santa Claus 3 and this is my idea this is what I'm thinking since I didn't release an episode this past Friday on the 16th I'm gonna go ahead and knock both this uh this next episode and release them uh two episodes for this 23rd of December you know it is Christmas time and who really wants to listen to a Christmas movie after Christmas or whatever so that's my idea I'm still on the verge still on the track for episode 100 and i'm trying to get that lined up to release on the 23rd of march would be mark right around the fourth anniversary of the podcast another thing that i'm thinking about doing is making the season instead of doing season six beginning in march just go ahead in season five here in december and then start a new season for a new year and do that way but uh nothing as of yet uh you know solid decisions but it's just something i'm thinking about anyways that's that this is it thank you again for listening and downloading do me a solid share it with people even if you want to make fun of me i don't care i've been made fun of before uh, and like i always end the show spooning love from up above saying if you ain't laughing you ain't living take care of yourself and the people you love not new not new peace Thank you.